Welcome to the Stress-Free Living Show. My name is Kara, and I'm a registered nurse and holistic health coach, and I help ambitious women just like you who struggle with binge eating disorders and diabetes heal the stress from within in a completely holistic way that addresses more than behavior and food. My mission is to permanently help you reclaim your health, vitality, self-esteem, and confidence so that you experience the happiness, joy, and wealth that comes with true holistic healing. You've come to the right place, and I can't wait for you to experience the same joy and love for yourself that comes with that holistic transformation. Welcome to this week's episode. I am here with a special guest on the show. His name is David Los, and today we're going to be talking about how to manage stress when it comes to stepping out into the unknown and really managing some of these emotions and some of these feelings that come up when we're trying something new or, you know, we're feeling overwhelmed by not really knowing all the answers and not knowing how things will work out as we like keep going down a certain path. So, Hey David, how are you today? I'm doing good. How are you, Cara? I'm doing well. Thanks so much for asking. I'm glad that it worked out to like hop on today. Um, we were just noting that the weather has been really nice in Minneapolis where you're at currently. Yeah, I'm very happy about it because uh, like we were saying before, the last couple of weeks has just been super gloomy and rainy. So it feels nice to get out there today. <laughs> and I think that some like I'm not sure if the listeners of the show know, but I I used to live in Minneapolis um, up until two years ago. And so like when when you're talking about like how gloomy it can get, I definitely remember how long those winters feel and even into spring like you almost just want to like say okay it's time to kick it into gear it's time to start blooming now and like sometimes it does even bloom and it does start to get more green but the sun doesn't really shine too much until about now or even like later yeah I definitely want to move at some point (laughs) oh yeah where do you where do you where would you picture yourself moving to Um, I have a few different places picked out. Like I was thinking Florida. um, I would do California if I could afford it, but I've just heard it's really expensive to live there. But uh, Florida and also Washington seemed like a cool place like Seattle, somewhere in the suburbs. Yeah, I I can't speak to Washington. I've heard that it can get. um, Yeah, it does get a little bit pricey on the on the on the West Coast. Sometimes I think both coasts I've heard you'd be like a little bit more um, financial commitment out there, but so many people seem to make it work. I always believe that it's possible, you know, for anybody who really wants to. So don't lose hope. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So um, I would love if you took a minute to introduce yourself and what, um, what your experience has been. Um, We'll talk a little bit more about, those details in a minute but who are you and where do you come from yeah certainly so my name is david los i am the founder and host of illuminating mycelium podcast i'm from brooklyn center minnesota born and raised Uh, i still live here i hold this city very near and dear to my heart uh but i do still want to move at some point anyways (laughs) um but yeah so i i work a pretty standard um pretty standard job i do delivery driving um i enjoy spending time with my friends and family um i actually started my podcast this last november so i've been doing that for a little over six months like half a year and i've absolutely enjoyed it 
Um, I know that we'll be talking more details about it, but that was one way that I definitely stepped out into the unknown. And there was definitely some challenges that came with that. Yeah. Can you tell, can you tell me a little bit about what initially inspired you to start a podcast and like where, like how you came into like the podcast format of like media in general? Cause you know, we have, we have all these platforms these days, like Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, um, and even more that I'm not totally familiar with. I think that we're seeing a lot of uh, clubhouse happening now. But what made you decide to start a podcast out of all the different options that you have? Yeah, so there was a few different reasons. Um, I feel like the main reason is just because of how weird 2020 was. Agree. <laughs> for, for so many different <laughs> reasons. But basically with all of the very, tr- quite frankly, traumatic events that were going on, I felt like everyday people were not getting the highlight and credence that they deserve. I feel like we have a big obsession with like celebrities in our culture. And that's been something that I've been wanting to tackle before COVID, but I feel like because of COVID and how the media pushed certain things, it really inspired me to get out there and start talking to normal everyday people. And I've always been a big seeker of knowledge as well. And I feel like this has enabled me to learn a lot. So I would say Mm -hmm. a couple of the main reasons are to highlight everyday people just because I'm all about that. I've always been about it, but I just felt the need was even stronger because of COVID. I wanted to learn more. And also I wanted to network more too, because uh, prior to starting my own podcast, I was a pretty big listener. Like I still listen to quite a few other podcasts and I really do enjoy learning from people and listening to conversations. And so I just kind of wanted to start my own and start learning as well, you know, and I feel like I also observed that other people through having their guests on and conversations, there was a lot of networking going on. And I would agree. Yeah. And for me, I've always been a very shy person. I mean, I still am in some ways, but I feel like uh, podcasting has really helped me to branch out. So I don't know if it was subconsciously or purposely, but definitely networking was another reason that I started my podcast. Yeah, I think like just to talk a little bit about your last point that you said about networking, I think that I like I just sometimes when you think about people like saying that they're shy, sometimes you don't see like I don't necessarily see you as like a shy person. And so it's so interesting, like, you know, we can share like that feedback but then you know you you also like build almost it's almost like confidence building when you can like connect with other people in a way and it almost like helps your conversational I feel like I've even I've grown a ton and I've also learned a ton like going through this process and I think when I started I don't know if you can identify with this I felt like I had to write every single thing out that I was going to say because I didn't trust myself to ad lib or, you know, naturally come up with a response or naturally come up with something to segue into per se. And I think that I, I don't know. I just, I appreciate that about what you mentioned, the networking and like also the learning and to highlight normal, like you said, everyday people, 
And I think that's like incredible that you're providing a platform and an opportunity for more people to speak. And, you know, just, it makes me remember that like at the end of the day, like no matter what social status you are, what you've accomplished, like that our worth is like static, you know what I mean? Or is static, like it stays the same. I'm not sure if that's the right word yeah, to static use, means but it stays the same. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so good, good thing I used my word appropriately <laughs> digging into my vocabulary bag, but I just, it makes me think of that. And it makes me think of like, I don't know. It just makes me appreciate that. I can remember that when I think about like, you know, maybe I should be further along in my life. I think, you know, I'm about to turn 30 and that was not, I did not have a goal to start a podcast even in the next five years when I wrote out my goals two years ago when I was starting my business. Like, I think it just, it came about at the right time because I, I had a feeling that it would also help me grow and learn as you have mentioned. Um, when you started your show, did you, did you, were you worried or were you anxious at all? Or did you have apprehension or were you like, I really want to do this. And like, it just outshines like all of the negative emotions or potentially challenging things that you can feel when you're starting something new. You know, I'll be completely honest. It was actually a very fun process with very little stress. <laughs> um, I love it. I love it. I knew I had a very strong conviction that this is what I wanted to do because as I mentioned before, like highlighting everyday people is something that I like before COVID and, you know, it just strengthened. So I feel like because I had so much motivation behind it, things were really easy. Like things really clicked and fell into place for me, like learning how to, you know, edit audio and distribute do seo work like i don't know it just never really felt hard to me it felt very natural like i i don't really have any complaints about it <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh what were some of the parts um what are some of the things that you like encounter as you i don't know maybe you and i we have like a like a different experience when it comes to like putting episodes out there but did you ever do you ever like battle with like I don't know maybe maybe you can think of a time where you felt like I mean uncertain about like a piece of content or like an interview or you know something that you weren't sure like you felt like it was like maybe a step forward that I mean I I battle with things like I'm I'm worried it's not going to go as well as I dream for or how do you like do you experience feelings like that or yeah, definitely. Um, I would say because you had mentioned content and that definitely, you know, started something up for me. So like <laughs> there's been a few episodes where, I, you know, I try to keep my my podcast non-political for obvious reasons. And, you know, sometimes things get brought up. So I, feel, I would say that that's a piece of uncertainty, especially because of the climate that we're living in. I feel like it gets brought up so frequently. So, right. I mean, th there's definitely been times where I've been editing and I'm like, should I get rid of this section? Cause they said something kind of controversial or, or weird, you know, <laughs> sure um, thing. but as far as like other uncertainties, um, you know, I can't, I guess there are certain times too, like when I'm doing like an intro or like, I do have a sponsorship too. Like sometimes when I'm making a sponsorship ad, sometimes I feel a little uncertain about, um how I should present myself what kind of tone of voice I should do and things like that but I feel like what, what helps me navigate it is um writing it down and kind of like explaining my reasons like okay for this 
sponsorship ad. I want my voice to be upbeat, positive, perky because, you know, the, the demographic that it's reaching is into this kind of stuff. So I feel like for me, being organized and having a reason behind things definitely helps me navigate some of the uncertainties. But yeah, when it comes to content, um, I don't know. You just kind of have to use your, you listen to your gut, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I think that, I think that I can for sure empathize and like I, I totally resonate with what you're saying about like, should I edit this out? I've had some of those moments myself where, you know, I've really had to like dig in there and ask like, what's my, what would be like the reason I would cut it out is because I'm scared of what people would think about my guest or like me, like how it would reflect on me. But honestly, I think it's very important for like, I just, I value honesty. I value authenticity. And I think that when we can be like honest and like really talk about like how we feel about something going on, like, I think that it's better for everyone because I think a lot of us don't feel like we can really talk about how we really feel and like the way that our society is. Unfortunately, I feel like we can't like it puts barriers up because sometimes we can't feel safe being honest based on what the major narrative is in the media or whatever. And I like, I don't like to talk about politics on my show either, but I mean, sometimes it is hard to avoid all those things and, yeah, it's it's a real thing. So that's interesting that you you noticed that as the as same as I I went through. Yeah, it's interesting too because it, you know it really brings out the big picture of things because you know like with both of our shows, I would say you know our topics aren't really politically oriented, but Mm-mm. you know because of the world that we live in, it's like we have to make these these bigger, deeper decisions like what kind of podcast do I want to be known for? Do I want to be known? Like how you said, do I want to be known for authenticity for one, for someone who isn't afraid to touch on these subjects when they come up, or do I want to just be known as someone who avoids those topics and everything's sunshine and rainbows? You know what I mean? Like it's, it's a tough balance to walk. I know. I think it just depends on, I, I don't know. I think that most people, when they listen to something, I think they, they do want to hear some honesty, maybe not, maybe not everybody. It, it depends on the day for me sometimes too, how honest I want to get into stuff. But um, yeah, it's not something I thought of too much until when I started a show or when I, what you mentioned is like, what do I want to be known for? Like, what do I want people to see in me and what are my values? You really do have to dig in there. And did you like, do you feel like you found like a stronger sense of self or a stronger connection to like your values in life when you started the show? Or did you not, did you not feel like they were really connected? Um, I would say so. Yeah. Um, I feel like, uh, starting my show has, has helped me embrace my identity because, um, you know, again, I know I've mentioned this several times, but highlighting everyday people, I feel like that's very integral to who I am. Um, I'm a big people pleaser and I feel like that really brought out those qualities in me even more. Um, I, I don't think I would say that it helped me discover anything new, but I think it definitely reinforced existing things and good qualities, you know, that makes sense. Totally. What do you, what do you think? Um, what did you, did you have to like when you think back to like the process of the last last six months and like continuing your show and like inviting people onto it and, you know, 
spending time, setting aside time to like produce the episodes and everything, do you feel like you had to, you know, stretch and like grow in certain ways? And like, what can you say about that? Yeah, definitely. I would say that it, it definitely taught me to have more patience. Um, oh, one thing that I didn't mention before that I did struggle a little bit with is like time management, uh, more so communicating with my guests, because a lot of times people have like scheduling conflicts, or if like something comes up and they have to reschedule. Sometimes that can get a little bit annoying, but I've learned to be more understanding. And I feel like that's just in the podcast, but I also see parallels in my real life too. Like yeah. in real life, I also recognize that sometimes things come up. Sometimes people have depression. They need to reschedule things and that's just how it is. We got to be flexible, you know? So Agreed. I would say that it, it definitely caused me to mature and grow in terms of my patience and also communicating with others. Um, I know another thing you mentioned earlier, you know, how it helps you professionally, like I feel like I use the words um and ah much less than I used to. Like I still do it I agree. on accident, but it's put that big <laughs> into focus for me. And it's funny because it also makes me think back to my high school days and my college days, because when I had public speaking classes, you know, they would give us different uh, methods or techniques we could practice to, to not use those words. And so, you know, now it's coming back into my memory, like, okay, I need to practice not using this. So I would say professionally, it's just really caused me to, to mature and have more patience for sure. And I just have to like compliment you. You're not stuttering or saying um and ah at all. And I can, I can agree (laughs) that, well, I mean, you probably are aware of that and you're like, okay, I've switched. Like my brain has literally rewired because I'm so used to public speaking now. And like, I'm in front of a microphone and, you know, practicing that week after week, it has an effect on you in like a good way. And it does make your, your brain change. I feel like it's very good for our brains, but I'm curious what, what techniques did they give you? Or like, what's an example of a technique that they gave you in public speaking in high school? Cause I don't, I don't really think that I got to experience that in my, in my education, actually. I'm curious. I'm not, I'm not sure if this was from my class but I know for sure one of my friends, one of my close friends who works in a call center, what he did is that he literally put a post-it note on his computer with the word um, and then like, you know, the circle like crossed out, like don't use it. And so that way, <laughs> I don't know, he said it helped him. So I don't know if I remember doing that for class, but it's been so long now. I don't even remember, to be honest. I think just being very intentional certainly helps another thing okay another thing that I, I will say definitely helps when it comes to getting rid of uh getting rid of ums and ahs in your vocabulary is listening to other podcasts because mm-hmm. like I said before I had done that prior to starting my own and I'm a very observant person so I noticed like hey when they talk this way it doesn't sound pleasant to me or it's kind of annoying and you know yes. I noticed like people who say um and ah like not to be mean to them but it's not as pleasant to the ear so I was like well I don't want to be that way I want to be pleasant to the ear so just kind of intentionally thinking and observing how others do it as well helped me anyways you know I didn't even think about that before but I've done the same thing in an unconscious way by it's like doing like your own research in a way like because you are enjoying their podcast because I don't think many of us do listen to things that we're not really interested in 
but during the process, like, you know, if you're putting something out there, like a podcast, it can definitely help you as you know, you are picking up on those things that you really do like. And honestly, I do like how it helps my memory. Like, I think that I'm realizing that even more as I'm like speaking with you on this, because I, I think I might take that for granted until today. It's like, I feel like I'm, I'm able to transition better. I'm able to like, remember things without like feeling like, Oh, I got to pause here and like fix that and like edit that out. And instead of like five or six different clips now of like audio, I'll do like one or two, maybe um, now that I know how to like work smarter, not harder. (laughs) Yeah. Work smarter and not harder. And I'm, I'm very curious what, um, as I say, um, to ask you a question, (laughs) what is like, when you think about like, if you could look back at yourself about five years ago and just like reassure or like up a time in your like youth where you're growing up and you're like discovering who you are and where you're going and like finding a sense of self now that you are like you've grown so much and you feel like you've gained maturity from, you know, starting a project like this, you know, battling the uncertainty, what would you share with old you or people who are in that space of like trying to find themselves and gain clarity and like bravery to, because I mean, sometimes it's stressful. I like, I know that maybe like for me, I would get so scared of doing something like this, not because I, I know I can do it, but it's like the commitment to it is like, can I accommodate that in my schedule? And like, you know what I mean? So I feel like sometimes like we don't do things because of that, like long-term commitment and what kind of words of wisdom would you give to an older version of you that struggles with any of that? I'm not sure if you did at all or if that's making any sense. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I have, a, I have a few different thoughts on this. I took some good notes to to, to talk about this. Okay, so yeah. as I mentioned, like my podcast wasn't really stressful for me. There wasn't like, there's a little bit of uncertainty, but nothing like too major. I will say one uh, venture that I took on in my life that came with a lot of uncertainty was when I joined the, uh, the army. Uh, that certainly came with a lot of uncertainties. And so to talk about some of the things that helped me through that time, um, you know, words of wisdom that I would give for other people battling uncertainty. Uh, first and foremost, I can't stress enough how great meditation is. I know we had talked before about, you know, meditation. There's just so many benefits, physical, spiritual, mental, emotional. I would certainly encourage people to meditate because that can help you with uncertainty. Um, sometimes it's hard to do when you're living in an uncertain time period. It's hard to actually like bring yourself to sit down and clear your mind. But if you're able to do it, certainly put forth effort into it. There are so many techniques for meditation. There's a ton of information out there. I would say my word of wisdom on meditation specifically is find out what works for you because some people, you know, they're very big on, you know, the inhale, exhale pattern. Some people are very big on imagining, visually imagining yourself in a certain way, zooming in and out. So find what works for you. Um, Another thing, in addition to meditation that helps uh, manage uncertainty, I would say get organized. Um, For me, that was something that I put off for a while. Like 
I hope this doesn't come off the wrong way, but I feel like men especially struggle with this kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> so I would definitely recommend to get organized. Have a good, like, I don't know if you have an Android, use like a Google calendar. Otherwise, I don't know if Apple has some sort of calendar, but using the combination of like a digital calendar and a physical planner has worked wonders for me and carrying around that planner. So that way, because the thing is with time management is like, if you really want to go places, you have to stay busy and staying busy can be stressful, but it is much less stressful when you're organized. Agreed. I can second that 100%. Like, I, I think I can just speak to that from a time in my life where I think I had too many ways to keep track of what was going on. And I just, uh, you mentioned having a hard copy versus a digital, I think, I mean, and, you know, as a complimentary, you know, using them as like a complimentary duo together to help yourself stay organized. And I actually do something pretty similar. I, this year I'm trying for the first time, not having a planner at all, like a hard copy planner. And I'm, um, keeping things written down in like apps on my phone versus my notes versus like a, like a journal that I just go to for every single little thing. And I'm trying to find, do I have more peace around that this year? And it almost does require like experimentation. And like if something works really well for you, like how can that improve if you feel like it, it like if you feel like that's something that you want to do but i think that that's really wise to like use a digital and like a hard copy i think that is particularly um helpful when it come, when i can reflect on that but i think i used to miss like engagements i used to miss or like you know forget to write things down being busy like in school and stuff. And I used to say, Oh, my mind is just so full. But I think over time we realize, like if you don't write it down right after you schedule it, are you, how are you going to remember? Cause we are busy. And if you are somebody who like battles with that, like help yourself out a little bit, help your future self out and write it down and plug it into your calendar. So that's incredible getting organized. Yeah. Another thing when it comes to like digital calendars too, this won't apply to everyone. But it's something that certainly helps me out because I am in a relationship. If you if you live with your partner, I would recommend to have like a joint calendar. I don't know how each app works, but Google specifically has a thing where like me and my girlfriend, our calendars sync up. So that way, like anytime one of us has an event, we know where they're at, you know, because sometimes yeah. that can cause arguments and people forget about things. And it's like with that, you don't really have an excuse. So of course, hey, that's really stuff too. <laughs> so you can share your Google calendar with um, a partner or, you know what I mean? Like even at work, I think some people get on, like they share their calendars for certain functions. I've been part of programs where, you know, they share the, the schedule for the next 12 weeks. And that can be really helpful in preventing arguments Honestly, I think part of stress management and like having a balance in our lives comes from having a balance in all areas of our lives, including relationships. So if you can minimize that, you know, if you, you know, if you have a busy schedule and if you're working full time and you're, you're trying to make the most of your life, we also need to consider like, how do you want your connection with your partner to be? We don't want to be fighting. And that's one, one really like easy way to, um, nip that even before it starts I, I love that idea so much i'm glad you mentioned that yeah for sure honestly so like 
You mentioned meditation and getting organized. You you were in the army, and how long how long were you in the army for? Yeah, so I was in a total of uh, six years. I had joined in oh uh, February of 2013, um, and then I was discharged in uh, 2019. I think it was Feb the same month. I don't even remember. It's been so long now. <laughs> um, I I never deployed, but um, you know, there's there's many things to be said about the army, but ultimately, I am grateful for my experience. It instilled an incredible work ethic to me or in me, I should say. And, you know, I don't always live up to that, but I wouldn't be where I am without it. I'll definitely say that much. That's incredible. I like, I don't have a frame of reference besides what I've heard from others. So it did it. Do you feel like it provided you structure? And like, I mean, honestly, it sounds like it's pushed you to the point where you feel like you know, I need to actually bring in some new tools to manage like some of the feelings that I get like in this stressed out during times of like, I don't really know what's next. I feel like the future is uncertain. I feel like when you're in the army, the future is uncertain. Like you are in like a very, I don't know, it would challenge my reality if I was in that situation. Yeah. I think during my time there, um, another thing that helped with my uncertainty was uh, why I should say this was more applicable during basic training because we didn't have our phones and stuff, but getting letters yeah. from loved ones and writing letters all oh, that helped out a ton. That definitely, definitely helped out a ton. Um, also, I remember during basic training too, that was a time that I really turned very heavily into my faith. Um, you know, I was reading the Bible cause we all got a free Bible and, you know, I feel like, you know, it, I think faith is something that we should embrace at all times. But I feel like especially during uncertainty, that is when you really feel close to it, if that makes sense. So I would say faith definitely can help with uncertainty as well. I'm I'm totally with you on that. Recently, I've been in a time of uncertainty. I've moved into a place where I've had to adapt. And like, I'm, I'm literally like praying every day for, I mean, you know, when you're in a season of growth and you're not like, I mean, at this point, I've realized like, I want to grow up. I want to like have a, like a trend that is improving. I'm growing constantly. I'm not trying to stay the same. I'm not trying to, you know, go backwards. So I've learned from people that I respect and people that I look up to and people that I learn from that when you want to be like orienting your life in that way, we don't want to ask for our challenges to subside. We want to ask for the tools that, um, the, the tools that we need are the things that we, sh we need to learn to expand and grow and growing is painful. And I can definitely, I can definitely confirm that I've leaned on my faith and, you know, developed more trust in God because sometimes I don't know what else to do. And I, I love that. I love that I get to talk about that on this show because a lot of times, like even with my friends, like I'm used to people kind of looking at me like, and just nodding and like saying, okay, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> you know, it's, it's one of those things that you do have to embrace it. And like, I don't want to be quiet about something that's such a big part of my life. So I, I like to talk about it on this show a lot and how much I do lean on God in times of stress and uncertainty. And that's so cool that you have experienced that. I had no idea they gave Bibles in the, away in the army. Like I didn't know that. Yeah, it was, I mean, like I said, I, I use it quite a bit throughout my time there and 
definitely helped me out through some challenging times. <laughs> of course. Um, David, I have to start wrapping up, but I wanted to, I wanted to ask you, what are your, do you have any closing thoughts or anything that you could leave us with to um, just any last words of wisdom for times of uncertainty, managing stress during times of stepping out and doing something new? Yeah, um, I would say my final words of wisdom are just to really get to know yourself, figure out what works for you, um, meditate, 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 and try to get as organized as possible. How, like I said, however it works best for you, figure that out and make a plan for it, put it into action. I agree. I, I think that's like the bulk of it is like stepping forward, not being afraid of like, not getting overwhelmed and like stopped by those feelings of like, I might fail because the reality is we all like fail. It's never like a, a failure unless you let it stop you completely is my belief. But like, you know, things are not going to go according to plan. So like not getting so attached to that outcome and just kind of like, you know, doing your due diligence to organize yourself. So you set yourself up the best that you can to succeed, I think is paramount, honestly. And um, David, I want to know where we can find you and how we can find your show. I want to take a listen to that. Yeah, definitely. So you guys can find Illuminating Mycelium Podcast by going to illuminatingmyceliumpodcast.com. Um, we are also on most major streaming platforms. So you can just look for us, uh, search for Illuminating Mycelium Podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Um, anchor and a few others we're also on facebook twitter and instagram um we're all about highlighting and amplifying everyday people just like me just like you guys just like cara so come support us thank you so much i really am so thankful for this opportunity to have you on the show um i'm going to include that information in the show notes so you guys um don't have to memorize it you can head to the show notes of this episode where um, you can find David and follow him, listen to his podcast. And thank you so much, David. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Take care. All right, you too. Bye. Bye. You guys know that most weeks I leave you with a prayer affirmation. And so this week I want to leave you with an affirmation about valuing yourself because recently I've been struggling to connect with feeling valued. And I know that I have incredibly high value and that can't be a price cannot be put on it but sometimes we just need to be reminded and so that's what this is today um so af affirming you in remembering how high value you are also remember that no one can take that from you in today's world we can get so bogged down by emotions and feelings and they can take their toll and really stop us from doing what we were meant to do and showing up in our power and honestly just being our best selves and that's what we wanted the whole time anyway I think that I get caught up in feelings of, I ran, I ran out of energy, so I don't have any energy to be my best self. Just realize that tomorrow will be better. And if you're having any struggles in the present, just take a moment. If you can, take the afternoon off and just nourish yourself with relaxation. And remember that you, there's no price that can be put on your value and how incredible that is when you think about it. I hope you guys have a wonderful week, and thank you so much. Um, I want to invite you to take a look at the show notes to um, see where we can find David. 
Los, that our wonderful guest this week. And also, I invite you to take a look at the show notes to apply for the one-on-one Revitalize program where I can coach you one-on-one to heal from binge eating and reduce sugar consumption, reduce inflammation in the body, and be that support system that will be there in your corner when you're struggling, when you're noticing that you don't have the tools that you need to stay on track, I will be there. So take a look at that um, application in the show notes, and I will see you guys next week. I love you. Goodbye. (laughs) 